so I went to that hot yoga class today. Oh, how'd it go? It was so fun. I really like going. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I hate about yoga classes? What? So I really like yoga. And I've, like, kind of on and off been doing yoga for a really long time. I started when I was – that summer that I was in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, that you spent – we spent yeah. $800. Yeah, on talking to each other on the phone. Um, so I was – that like law firm when I was there they would have I was gonna say they would have Miami which makes no sense they would have yoga at lunch every day and so I really got into it and I became really close with the yoga instructor there and so I would go every day and I really got into it then but it was it that was more like not super intense but like regular yoga and then mm-hmm. when I came back home I kind of just like stopped and then it was on and off and now I'm like trying to actually actively get back into it and what I loved about yoga when I was there is that she was not super, I guess, like, spiritual mm-hmm. about it. Like, she was to some extent, but most of it was, like, just focusing on the yoga and, like, focusing on your breathing and, like, obviously still connecting with yourself, but it wasn't anything more than that. But the yoga class that you and I – yoga classes that you and I have been to, they're like, let's start with an ohm. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally – I'm like, no, how about we don't start with an ohm? Like – like, why do, why do we not actually do that? It's just... And, and that's what I, like, don't like about these yoga classes. You know. Hi, friends. My name's Nadine. And my name is Thadini. And welcome to You Know What I Mean. I know exactly what you mean and I remember the last time we went um I just find it really hard to take it seriously when they do it and so I end up like trying really hard not to laugh Mm -hmm. during the the entire ohm experience and just yeah and just in general like I get like saying the words but they're all like Sanskrit words Mm -hmm. and so I don't know there's just an element of it where I'm like I really like it Mm -hmm. because I just like doing it and I like in a way, I like that it's been commodified to, like, be a workout. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it obviously started as a way to move your body, but it also started as, like, a mind-body connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, like, what I like about it. Um, and then I like that it also has, like, the workout aspect to it. Totally. Um, but I hate when they, like, add in all this they other stuff. Bombs. And I'm like, stop. You don't know what this is. Just um, I... Because I know we were talking about this. I really wanted to get into yoga. And I yeah. still do. Yeah. But I just don't. There's something about hot yoga that I don't connect with. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I get really. Hot. <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah. And I, I'm very sensitive to like the environment around me. So I get really. If I'm not comfortable. Yeah. And I know I'm not comfortable. Then I'm just. I'm not fully present in the exercise. Yeah. But I guess that's what like getting comfortable with yoga means. Is to learn to be uncomfortable well learn to be uncomfortable but to learn to like let go and surrender yeah. to the environment that you are in and then do like the best that you can totally it does should I, I, should I become a yoga instructor sh- are you gonna break out into an um right now I mean maybe an um <laughs> an um I will I'll be like um why do we do that <laughs> but yes anyways um I I I want I do want to get into yoga though so we'll see. But I do see that I see the benefit of hot yoga. I find that it's like a lot easier to get into a specific 
stretch. Yeah. Because it warms up your muscles a lot faster. Yeah. But then you also have to be careful that you don't overextend yourself. Yeah. No, but I do like hot yoga also because I like that you almost like sweat it out. Yeah. I like that part of it. Um, But also the place that we go to now, mm-hmm. um, I find their rooms aren't as hot as the other place that we used to go to. The- the, oh, the, the, there was, like, only one other place, I think, that we went yeah. to. Yeah, and that place was so okay, it was freaking so hot. I literally hot. had to take a break in the middle. I was like, I'm going to pass out. Also, I don't know why, but I remember yeah. I know you're gonna say. fasting yeah. when we went that other time. Yeah, now, that was a long, long time ago. Yeah, it was, like, a good, I don't know. It was a few years ago. It was ago. a few years ago. I don't know why. I don't know why. Who, I don't know why I either. don't know why. But, I, like, but you know what my dad still like talks about, which he thinks is oh hilarious? Gosh, what? How we both walked into the room and you fully were like, <laughs> there was two spots. There was a spot at the back of the room because the class was pretty full. Yeah. And there was a spot right behind the instructor. And you fully were like, you go in front. And really? like pushed me. Oh my God, I don't remember that. But I, I must have done that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God, I was dying. Well, here we are. Here we are. Live, laugh, love. Live, I just wanted laugh. you to. I don't know. I don't know what I wanted you to do. I honestly, me neither. Um, but I think hot yoga for me is a no. Is but a no. I would love some regular yoga. I used to go to this one place, and they would offer yoga classes, which I, I really just love the like the vibe mm-hmm. of the place. It mm-hmm. was called. It's a Zen bar in Oakville. Oh yeah. Um, but I used to go to their their bar classes which oh. i loved really yeah it was such a good toning exercise like i did you find just, that it actually toned your body it I, it did and i felt like really it like just, did you see differences like i didn't take before and after pics if this is what you're <laughs> asking i didn't document my journey which but like i should have i always think this like when yeah. i go to a class or go to something regularly i'm always thinking like i should have tracked your progress yeah because that's the best like i i that's don't the best think motivation be no yeah because, like, I feel like when you actually see or feel a difference is when you are like, oh, it's actually working. I want to keep going. Exactly. Yeah, I think the most motivating is, like, a physical difference. Yeah. Like, when you can actually see the difference. But um, lately, I've been finding a different type of physical experience or physical <laughs> different physical experience, <laughs> mind, body, soul. Um, like yes. not to jump between like all these different exercises I'm doing, but I've been doing Orange Theory now, yeah. and one of the things that I really wanted to improve on was my endurance, mm-hmm. and I can I find that my endurance is a That's lot amazing. better. Yeah, I used to they they have you either running on the treadmill for the first part of the class and then doing floor exercises. I used to find that when I would run on the treadmill, I would have to stop at a certain point yeah but now I just keep going that's incredible yeah and that's how you know it's working totally I also feel like a big part of like being motivated and like to work out that I think like I feel like somehow we always get back to like how corporations are like monetizing these things Mm -hmm. but I think that a big motivator which you see a lot more in media now is like how you feel yeah so like how does it make you feel? And then that's why, I don't know. What I'm trying to say is like, I know when I started working out, I started like actually regularly working out like maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like actually going to the gym and working out. Because before that I used to dance and swim and da da da. And I didn't really realize that I was working out. Yeah, you did used to swim. Yeah. I forgot about that. High school, no? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. No, I hated swimming. <laughs> I literally hate swimming so much. 
and I just did it all the way to the end because my parents were like, we want you to be a lifeguard. And I was like, okay. I don't want to do this. And I never became, I never actually became, a, like, I never. But you never became a lifeguard. Yeah, like, I never literally worked as lifeguard because I was like, I hate swimming. I finished the levels and I was like, no. I'm dead. Sick. Played myself. Anyways, um, so I started working out two years ago and I found a difference in the way that I felt, which is yeah. something that I notice a lot now too. Like I work out four to five times a week mm-hmm. and I notice so much like when it's an extended period of time where I don't, I like, n- not that I become anxious, but I just feel kind of like sluggish. Yeah. And you really, really, really notice groggy. it. Yeah, really groggy. Do you find that too? Yeah, it's. I find that I'm a lot more motivated when I work out. Just in general, like, I'm a like lot more motivated, energized. Yeah. I know, which is, like, amazing that mm-hmm. it does that. Um, but I, I don't actually think you realize the difference until you start and then you stop. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're missing. Totally. Otherwise. I find the biggest challenge with working out is getting into a routine that I know works and that I like and yeah. then sticking to it. Yeah. Because I really want to be one of those people that gets up early, goes to the gym, and then goes to work and then like whatever. That way you can go home and you don't Relax. have to think yeah. about it. Yeah. Because yeah. you've already done your workout for the day. But I also am someone who just loves to sleep in. Oh my god, yeah. And loves to sleep in general. I used to do that. I used to go in the morning oh, yeah. with my mom. Because yeah. she does that. She goes before she goes to the bef- – she goes at, like, 6 a.m. every morning. Does she – okay, so she goes at 6 for an hour. She goes yeah. to class? Yeah. So she does, like, um, small group private training. And does she get ready at the gym for work? No. She comes back home? Yeah, she comes back home. Because, well, now she works very, like, 20 minutes away from home. Okay. So it's really convenient. So she – because our gym is also, like, maybe 10 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So she goes to her 6 o'clock class, and then she comes back home by, like, 7.15, 7.10. Um, and then she leaves again at 8.30 or 8.15 or something like that. We have a gym at my work, and – Yeah, why don't you go to it? <sighs> because – so I used to go to it when I was in when I was doing my internship there. Yeah. And I would go to their spin classes a lot, but I I just I find that when I'm at the gym, I like knowing that I don't know anyone. No, I know what you, you mean. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like a a way for me to disconnect with whatever I was doing in that day and just focus yeah. on myself. Also like I like you're in these uncomfortable positions, positions that not yeah. I wouldn't really want someone that I work, work with, with like a VP you know beside me doing the same and also I kind of like in like working out at your gym Mm -hmm. I'm working out at your gym where else would you work out working out at your work yeah it's like it's almost like a prolongation of your work day exactly that is exactly you need to like actually like disconnect from work the workplace and be like this is my now gym this is home like it can't all be one thing because then it's just too much exactly that's that literally is like another reason why I don't like to do it but it's also super convenient and I don't think that like if I were to do this like early morning thing Mm -hmm. I don't think there would be a lot of people People, there yeah yeah but but even then like you would be at work so early and I feel like you would hate that you'd be like why am I at work for 12 hours a day yeah I already feel like I live there yeah anyway anyways that's a different issue I think that the most important thing when you're trying to like start working out is finding something that you actually like doing Mm -hmm. so like if because I remember like I would when I was in university and stuff like I realized that I was like no longer being active because I wasn't dancing anymore and I wasn't doing I wasn't swimming I wasn't doing all these things that I used to do when I was home and so for the first little bit I started going to the gym and I was like no I literally was like I'm so bored Mm -hmm. 
I don't feel like going to the gym. And then it becomes this like chore that you have to do. And then my friend Rachel and I, I was like, let's take classes together. So we signed up to take classes together, which was fun. And then we would have, we would go with like Christina too. But, but like, I think what really motivates me or like get, got me even moving to begin with was actually doing something I liked doing. Yeah. So that was like dancing or taking a yoga class or doing Pilates or whatever. And now, even though I do go to the gym to work out, I have found that I really enjoy it because this is like not necessarily an affordable thing. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's not an affordable thing. I can barely afford it, but it makes such a difference to have a trainer. Yes. And I know people say that all the time and it's like, ugh, no, it doesn't. Like you can just do that like circuit yourself and you can figure it out yourself. And it's like, I guess if you have that much discipline and like I was gonna say it's all about like self-motivation if you're gonna do it yourself if you're gonna do it yourself like and if you have that like time to put into like figuring out what you're gonna do and Mm -hmm. tracking everything and blah 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 like that's amazing and that's great but for me I found what really has helped me stay super super consistent Mm -hmm. is um having like a trainer yeah and it doesn't have to be a personal trainer but it can be like a small group trainer so like somebody who trains you and like three other people or two other people and then they're still kind of holding you account Mm -hmm. accountable Mm -hmm. they're still holding you account (laughs) and I know you were saying that you actually don't like working out with people that you know yeah if it's like but it depends like if it's a friend like if you and I were to work out together then that's totally fine yeah it's someone that I know under a professional setting yeah yeah no that's fair Because I find that the reason I like going to my gym so much Mm -hmm. and why I would never switch to, like, a different gym, even though they may have more amenities or they may, um, even, I don't, I don't know if they would be less expensive, but even if they were to be less expensive, is because I actually love, like, my gym community. Yeah. And I love, I mean, you've been there. Yeah. Um, you've actually met my my fitness instructor. Your fitness instructor. (laughs) My trainer. She's, like, I love her. Mm -hmm. Um. And I feel like that just makes so much of a difference. Yeah. To, like, be with somebody that you enjoy and, like, doing it in, like, a more collaborative way. Well, I think it's, like, it's it's something that you do for yourself. It literally, yeah. like, when you go and you work out, it's really all for you. So you do it, – it only makes sense if you're, A, doing something that you like. Mm-hmm. And, two, you're surrounded by an environment that you want to be in. Yeah. I know that – the thing about personal training is something that I've always thought about as well. Yeah. But again, like to, to your point, it's so pricey. But what my sister and I found, um, we wanted something that was going to give us that same feeling. Yeah. But maybe at like less of a cost or something like group, yeah. group training. Yeah. And then we ended up on Orange Theory. Yeah. Which I love going to. Mm-hmm. I think it's so awesome. It. Um, I originally heard about it through a couple of my friends from work and they kept raving about it so I looked into it and it really felt like it was the type of workout that I was looking for so it's high intensity training and you also get to track your um just heart rate right yeah you track your heart rate and also just like your general progress so Mm -hmm. they have different metrics that they teach you on how you can like track how you're doing but I found it so motivating to know that like if we're supposed to be pushing ourselves, everything's, like, color-coded. Yeah. Yeah, wait. Can you explain what Orange Theory is in case someone listening doesn't know? Yes. So, Orange Theory is this idea that um, – so, the way that they have it is you are, you're you wearing a heart monitor throughout your entire exercise, and they guide you through all the different exercises that you have to do and where you should be 
in terms of your heart rate. Okay. So there's four different zones. There's the blue zone, which means that you're like... Resting. Yeah, total rest. Uh, Green means you're warming up. Orange means you're pushing yourself, but you're, you're okay. And red means you're all out. Like you're literally giving it all you got. Okay. And so their theory or the orange, orange theory, theory is wow. that you spend, you only need to spend 12 minutes for the entire class in the orange zone to unlock their, um, it's like 40, 24 to 40 hours of um, calorie burn, which they call the afterburn effect. In those 12 minutes, you can, like, they don't have to be consecutive. They can be spread out. So oh, okay. every minute that you spend in the orange or red zone, you gain a splat point. And so you need at least 12 splat points throughout your entire class to unlock this afterburn effect. That's incredible. So what I found, one, is that oh, I'm very competitive in nature. And yeah. this is something that I've... <laughs> I've always known, but I've recently discovered is a lot more intense than I thought. Um, so I get really competitive with myself. Mm. And so when I see that I'm in the orange zone, I try and either maintain it or, or see if I can push myself even more. Yeah. And that's been really motivating when I go back, you know, when we're talking about me running on the treadmill. Yeah. If I see that I'm in the orange zone, it, I find it really motivating to keep going. No, that's awesome. And yeah. do they, so do they have it up like at the front of the room or something so you can see... Yeah, so it's up um, on this, like, TV screen that they have in the room. And you can also see other people's. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's not – they definitely don't make it feel like it's a competition between all the participants. Okay, that's good. Um, because that's what I was worried about feeling. Yeah. That it was just going to be this, like, really, like, intense – massive competition but it's, yeah. it's not like that at all which is nice yeah because I think a big part of like why people get kind of like demotivated or like are there do it like get into fitness for like a month and mm-hmm. then kind of drop it is because it feels like you're in a competition that you never other signed people, up for. that you never signed up for and I yeah. think like it just makes it really tough because maybe you don't like look a certain way or like whatever do certain things that like you Mm -hmm. see other people doing and then you're like oh my god one I'm never gonna get there and two it just becomes this like overwhelming competition totally and you're like you know what peace out I didn't sign up for this goodbye I find um there are two things that I really wanted out of the my orange theory experience which is one to build my endurance yeah and two to tone my body and I found that my my biggest improvement has been this endurance piece yeah and I find that I can like keep going on the treadmill for as long as I want like and running not just like walking on it that's amazing not that I would get tired from like just (laughs) walking on the treadmill but like less of it would be more of a run less of a jog yeah yeah and uh the tone piece I find that I've gained strength throughout my whole body but because that the workouts change every single class I find that I'm generally more toned, but in certain areas, I would like to be more. more. Yeah. Um, but I think that's something that I would have to, like, do on, Yeah, yeah like do on you my would own. have to, like, supplement. Yeah, exactly, which I try to do through yoga or yeah. I try to do through just going to the gym on my own. Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. It's a little pricey. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing. Working out is very expensive. It is very expensive, but it's... Just very honestly. But it's, like, what you were saying, it's corporations have monetized this like there's such a high demand so i know it's gonna be expensive but the way that i like to look at it is that 
you are getting more bang out of your buck. So instead of paying yeah. a monthly membership for a gym that you may go to once or twice. Yeah, and the, exactly. You are actually committing yourself to, to going, going to every class. And they charge you if you miss it miss it or if you don't like they don't charge you if you cancel but if you cancel within, within less like, than yeah. yeah less than eight hours of the class they charge you so it's that in itself is motivating yeah no it's true um I also think that when you actually think about it yes you're spending a lot like I am in no way trying to say that like I'm not spending a lot to go to the gym like I am and and whatever um but when you think about it like if you were to go to the mall right and mm-hmm. you were to spend a hundred dollars which you like literally is the easiest thing to do if you go shopping spend a hundred dollars in the blink of an eye no actually it's like you buy two sweaters it's a hundred bucks that's so true you buy you buy a pair of jeans okay yeah you buy a pair of levi's it's over a hundred dollars okay maybe you're not buying a pair of levi's no i bought a pair of levi's it's over a hundred dollars yeah i bought a canada goose okay let me tell you it was way over (laughs) it was way over a hundred dollars but what i'm trying to say just a few hundred just just a few hundred okay (laughs) More than a few. Oh my gosh, that was your phone. <laughs> um, but basically what I'm trying to say is that what you are spending kind of mindlessly, like when you go out to eat so much or like even when you buy a coffee every single day, like mm-hmm. it all, it's not that it's the same amount, but okay, say for example, you spend $100 a month to go mm-hmm. to the gym, right? Think about if you buy a coffee every single day, that's average $5 yep. for 20 20 days like that are 20 working days that's a hundred dollars yeah so when you actually compare it it's you're spending a lump sum of 100 versus five every day for a month no and you're getting sorry you're getting just so much more back like you're feeling better like you are Mm -hmm. like you know you are working out you are gaining all of the things that come from that versus just spending it on like a coffee every day or like a a piece of clothing at least that's that's how i think about it no it's about like i I, I know exactly what you mean. It's all about like, it's smart spending, but also spending on things that are of value to you. Yeah. And I think it's more of an investment than if I were to spend yeah. that $100 on whatever else. Yeah, exactly. Because it, well, it's, you're so right. It is an investment in. In, in your health. In yourself. And your body. Like yeah. what is more important than your physical and mental health? Totally. Another thing that really affects our mental and physical health is this idea of diet and fitness culture. That I know we've talked know. about multiple times before. I feel like, no, I completely agree. I think that we've talked about this, like, kind of, like, we talked about it in our, in our Instagram episode. Mm-hmm. We talked about it in our, like, marketing slash, um, like, corporation, whatever that episode was. Yep. Um, <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever it was. I love this podcast. I really do. Anyways. <laughs> it's, please subscribe. Please subscribe. Please comment. Please share. Um what I was trying to say though was that I feel like corporations because they can kind of see where the consumer trend is going Mm -hmm. towards being it's less about like a thing that you have to buy and it's more about how you feel and how it makes you feel that they have like marketed this whole idea of fitness into like how you feel and so it becomes really tricky because they show you pictures of how okay I've harped on about this so many times on so many episodes but this whole like beauty ideal beauty yeah it's like a very like western north american europe european centric idea of beauty and sorry what's interesting about that is that the the physical idea of it is evolving Mm -hmm. but there is still this concept of an ideal beauty exactly exactly and then you get like corporations do this thing where they try to sell it to and they're like if you sign up for our like 100 dollars for a year like 
fitness membership, you can look like this too mm-hmm. because we like we'll we'll like teach you how to eat and we'll teach you how to do this and da 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 da. And at the end of it, you can look like this too. But if you're at the end of the day selling an image, then it literally defeats the purpose mm-hmm. of like how you feel. Yeah. Do, do you know what? Did that make sense? No, it does. I find well, I think people these days, especially now, people are less patient yeah. about the knowledge that they gain and what I mean by that is that I find that and I know for myself like with social media exactly when I want to know something I want to know it from A to Z and I want all the information in like literally a package of like like TLDR yes exactly like I want for example if I'm seeing let's just say for example that I see a picture of this person's body that I aspire to to have yeah I want to know everything that they're doing and how I can do the same in one package from exercise to, to eating to eating to everything and I think now that there's so much of that out there and so many different perspectives like you have all these different diets like the keto diet the I know. what is the other one the paleo diet the paleo diet the vegan diet it's so overwhelming yeah. like which one works which one should I go for and it's it kind of defeats the purpose of having a general healthy lifestyle no exactly and i think that not only does it defeat the purpose of having a general healthy lifestyle but also like i know just the way that my body is built it's never going to look the way i don't know somebody else's body is going to be yeah because it is literally like my body just doesn't do that like it is in my body to not look like that and Mm -hmm. i think that instead of constant i think what becomes really harmful is that when corporations sell this idea like if you do xyz and like even like i this is why like i have such a problem i mean some instagram um or like youtube fitness people i I do really like Mm -hmm. and i follow and like one of them is like madeline georgetta like i really really like her but but other people i just i find such a problem with how they how they talk about like what they eat or like what they do in a day and i'm like i i get that i get i get that you're doing all of those things but like Mm -hmm. I could eat like that and I could do all those things, but, like, I'm never going to look like that. Mm-hmm. And that's just the case for so many other people. And it's not because there's anything wrong with my body or anything wrong with anybody else's body. It's just that works for you, but it's not going to work for me. And yeah. I need to figure out what's going to work for me. And not because I want to look like you, but because I need to be able to look like myself and feel good in my own body. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. But, I, uh, it, but it gets really hard. It does. And I think what's so interesting is – we, like you were saying about how corporations are capitalizing on this on this type of uh, culture, the person that came in mind was the Kayla. It's it oh yeah BBG the bikini what bikini is- body guide. Oh yeah, I think it's so interesting that Instagram has created such a platform. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about Instagram before and how it's created a platform, but in this industry specifically. which is the fitness fitness industry industry. and how it's given this rise to people just based off of their body yeah and I think it's so crazy and I remember I remember trying her bikini body guide and it was so it was just so intense like I know and it's like it's then like all you end up doing is instead of working out and making you feel and it making you feel good that you worked out mm-hmm. you do a workout that you can't do that sucks and then you hate it and then yeah. you dread it and you don't want to do it and you keep doing it and it's this vicious cycle of like feeling bad exactly and also what like what constitutes a bikini body a body a period. little a body in a bikini 
Yeah, exactly. So I don't know why I have to be doing like an intense, this, I keep saying intense, but like that's the only word that I have that can describe it. This like ridiculous circuit training exercise that kills me. Yeah. And also like who made her or any of these people? I don't mean to like attack her literally. Like, not that she's listening, not that she cares, but, like... Is she subscribed? Please subscribe. <laughs> Please subscribe, Kayla and Teens. Um, like, who made these random people mm-hmm. the, like, the last word fitness on gods. what fitness yeah. should be and what it should look like? Well, it, but but that's, that is the power of Instagram, and that's the power of the platform that they have, that yeah. people, even just like myself... Even if it's, like, out of curiosity or, yeah, like... no, of course. What is this? Especially, you know, too, what's so... Not, like, damning, but adds to adds to it are the testimonies that people put out. Oh, my God, yeah. Which only show you a fraction of, of their journey. Yeah. But they always tie back to, I tried the bikini body guide and it was incredible and blah, blah, and blah. And blah, 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 blah. But someone else or other... A group, another group that has been given this insane platform that you only see one side of are the Kardashians. Mm. You want to tell me that they're like, I have no doubt that they're, yes, like they are exercising and they're working out. But what frustrates me is that one, they try to sell people on having the same body type through, through means that are just through like a regimented lifestyle, but are just, they're not realistic no, and they're not, not healthy. No, it's like the, they're skinny tea sponsorships. Like I know, yeah. um, Jamila Jamil, is that yeah, her name? Jamila Jamil, yeah. Called them out for, yeah. for the sponsorship, sponsor, well, sponsor, sp- <laughs> you know what? Their sponsorship. Dancing. Sponsorships that it. they have with skinny tea that it was just, it, it, it's, it's not fair to the followers that they have, especially since they have such a young following. No, it's so true. And then, and then also too, like I'll look at Kylie Jenner, mm. who you like. Let like let's just put out there that she that she's had work done, and yeah. then that's not to like that's sh- not to shame her for that's it. That's not to shame her for but it. But why does she pretend like she hasn't? Yes, like let's not exactly like let's not pretend that this this body that you've had this very sculpted body mm-hmm. is from is not a product pure of, yeah. exercise yeah you know what i mean no I've, i 1000 percent know what you mean and like you know what even if let's just say for argument's sake mm-hmm. they really haven't had no work done and mm-hmm. I, I don't even just mean like the kardashians i mean like any any like super quote-unquote fit or like you know what word i freaking hate do you know what I'm going to say? Thick? Yes. Yes, I was thinking that. I too. absolutely hate this. Okay, the only time I want somebody to use the word thick is talking about a freaking milkshake. Is when they're talking about how I want my fries cut. Yeah. Okay. No, Thanks I'm not so joking. Much. Okay, like that is the only time that I want you to use this word. Otherwise, I never want you to use T H I C C C C C C C. First of all, it defeats the purpose of shortening it. Like you just added so many C's, you could have just added a K. Whatever. I literally hate when people who, like, consider themselves, like, fit or whatever, and yeah. they're like, oh, like, you can follow my, like, I don't know, like, one-month bikini body guide in terms of, like, this mm-hmm. killer scenes. Or, like, but so many people have that. Like, mm-hmm. my, like, one-week workout guide, da 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 where I share with you my meal plans and this and that. And it's like, I don't, I don't think that you don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know you've done that. And even if you do that and you've not gotten any surgery or, or worn a waist trainer, which is so detrimental in so many ways but the 
the the point that I'm trying to make is that you have the time and the resources to do all of those things. Like for a person who is, for an average person who's working, like say someone who's in their 20s mm-hmm. who doesn't have a child, okay? So like us. Yep. We're working. We're trying to do our podcast. We're trying to hang out with our friends. Really hustling. We're really hustling. We're doing so many different things. Like I, it's not, it's not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's not an attainable goal. There for are no me. shortcuts. Yeah. Like, I can't, like, spend three hours in the morning and three hours at night working out and then spending an hour every day making sure that I stretch it all out and then making sure that I meal prep for every meal of my life. Like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, I think that the the point with the Kardashians that people like to make is, like, no, they haven't gotten surgery. It's like, okay, fine. I'll give it to you that they haven't gotten surgery because I don't know. But yes. they have so many guardrails in place. Like, they have a chef. They mm-hmm. have personal trainers. They have time to work out. They, like, there's, like, a plethora of resources that they have available that an average person just doesn't. Exactly. And that's that's exactly what Jamila was saying. Yeah. In her, um, when she called them out, she was saying that you have all these different resources. You're not, your, your physical appearance is not thanks to skinny tea. It, yeah, I or don't thanks even... to you, like making sure you go to the gym and squeeze it in in your busy lifestyle. Yeah, not that they're not busy or whatever, but but they're a tra- but they probably have a trainer that's traveling with them. Like they have a trainer that's traveling with them. Yes. They have somebody to take care of their baby when they're traveling. They have somebody exactly. to cook them food that meets like this very strict, whatever. Yeah, diet. exactly. And also, like, I this is something that like very honestly I struggle with. Mm-hmm. So over the last couple of months, my trainer has been like. Because I've been having a lot of gut issues. Like, I'm always bloated. I feel sick. Like, there's just a lot of stuff going on. And so my trainer kind of put me on this, like, this... It wasn't a meal plan, but it was just, like, try cutting these foods out and see how you feel. Yeah. It wasn't even an elimination diet. Elimination. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if you said it like that. You were like, (laughs) eliminate, elimination. Elimination. No, it was not even an elimination diet. It Mm -hmm. was just, like, try to eat more fruits and vegetables mainly and protein and then see how your body feels. Yeah. And I genuinely did feel so much better. But I, and I remember sh- her saying this to me too. I would be like, uh, she would have me kind of like track what I was eating and mm-hmm. see what, what made me feel worse and what made me feel better and at what time and blah, blah, blah. And um, some one of the things is like you should not have a lot of like processed carbs. Mm-hmm. So like bread, pasta, blah, blah, blah. But one day I really felt like having a bagel and I was like, I'm just going to have a bagel. Yeah. I'm just going to eat a freaking bagel. Like, it's really not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Like, or I don't know, like there was something happening at work and I think it was like, it was a baby shower. And I was like, well, it was a baby shower and I really like cake. So I had cake. Like, but I think like this is something that I struggle with and I know so many people struggle with this. It's like you have cake and then you have this like negative like, mindset about it for so long where you're Mm -hmm. like oh my god I can't believe I did that and now if I did that well then fuck it I'm just gonna like just eat whatever I want for the rest of the day because I've already eaten like this one thing that I wasn't supposed to eat and then it like creates this cycle of like shame or like negativity around Mm -hmm. eating and I just don't want to live my life like that you know no that makes total sense to me and it made me think of what my naturopath was saying how our naturopath naturopath, because we see the same one I'm dead does she want to be on our podcast I would love that. <laughs> First of all, she's freaking smart as hell. Okay, Dr. Sarah White, you she's are really so good. smart. So if you're listening by any chance whatsoever, like hit me up. Hit us up. I will be seeing you next weekend. Uh, tell her say hi. I haven't been in a while. I know. She's probably like, where is this chick? Um, but she made me take – so I also went because I had a lot of – I went to see her because I had um, a lot of digestion issues. Like I don't – I'm not even going to go into detail I know, about my digestion so problems because I feel like I've done it way too many times on the show. But on this show, <laughs> <laughs> on the pod. But 
she asked me to take a food sensitivity test. So it was a blood test, and then it, it essentially just told me what type of foods that I was sensitive to or maybe, yeah. like, had kind of like an allergy to. Yeah, just like say. it would cause inflammation in your body. Exactly. And one of the things that she found I was sensitive to was cow's dairy, which was yeah. really hard because I love cheese. And so she was saying that, like, you don't – first she asked me to, like, within the first three weeks to have, like, a strict – diet where I do cut these things out that I am sensitive to just to get my body reset Mm -hmm. and then when I went to go see her after she's like you can do something that's more like of an 80 20 yeah so she's like if you want cheese have it just know that you may break out or know that like this will be the effect of it but don't like never have it again yeah like don't live your life yeah live your life that's literally what she said she's like live your life you're young like it's it's not the end of the world if you like go out with your friends and you guys get a charcuterie board and you just like want to eat it eat it (laughs) the whole thing no but like it is that's it is true and i think like that's just kind of where the diet and exercise and health fitness blah 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 like industry just all comes into play because what they really teach you to what the mindset that they're creating when they talk to you is like be super regimented and if you aren't regimented you're not doing enough and this whole like hustle culture this whole like grind culture it's like there's there's nothing like romantic about burnout like Mm. there's nothing romantic about being so overworked that you're like anxious and that you can't do anything yeah you know what I mean no that's so true but that's what like these like fitness instructors or whatever like it's what everybody is promoting this like if you don't hustle and grind, then you're not going to see the results, the results, blah, blah. And it's like, my result is feeling happy. So like, so if that means I take a nap and don't go to the gym, I'm going to do that. If that means that, you know, I eat fairly healthy and then one day I'm like, oh, I'm going out to eat and I'm going to eat pizza and cake, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to freaking do it. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be this like cycle of like, shame and like oh you didn't stick to the diet today like yeah excuse me like (laughs) whatever I don't know um this reminded me of that time when we were recording our hair episode and we had like (laughs) literally had like wine and then we had ordered pizza Mm -hmm. and I remember waking up the next day feeling so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and nauseous and it's because I stuff my face with all these things that I, I that are not no. good for me yeah, yeah like cheese and gluten and um like alcohol all, alcohol like, like yeah like all these different things and so that was I didn't wake up and think oh my god I'm never gonna have pizza again because it's pizza I woke up feeling oh you know what this actually I don't feel good mm-hmm. and so I'm going to make sure that I like, I don't eat as much of this in the future. Yeah. And and you know what? I think that is, like, that is what building, like, a healthy relationship with food and building, like, mm-hmm. a healthy relationship with these things in your life is. It's, like, you know you don't feel good. Or you do it because, you know, you're out or, like, we're having a girls' night or mm-hmm. whatever. And you do it. And then the next day or the next little bit, you're, like, oh, you know what? I didn't feel so good. You shouldn't be, like, sitting there being, like, oh, I can't believe I did this to myself. Like, yeah. I knew I wasn't going to feel good. I knew I shouldn't have eaten it. Da, 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 da. And then, like berating yourself it's more like "Mm, okay I did it because I wanted to and that's fine I just know for next time I'm not going to do it again and likely the next time that we have a girls night we're going to be like oh maybe let's not get pizza because we both feel sick let's Mm -hmm. maybe get something else that we really like doing yeah or really like eating and then and then that way 
we're building like this healthy relationship where we know if we wanted pizza, we could have it, but we also know it doesn't make us feel good. So let's find a middle ground. When it comes to exercise and diet, I think what matters the most is active decision making. Mm. And what I mean by that is decision making that's backed by your own education and research on what you think is the best for you. For you, like yeah. highlight, bold, underline, italicized, exactly. font 100 for you. Font 100, <laughs> I'm dead. Because ultimately that's, it's like you said, an investment in yourself. Everything you put in your body, like that's what you're getting out of it. And so you yeah. wanna make sure that you're doing what you feel is the best thing, if that means eating like shit one day out of a hundred days then or even out of a week like that is that's totally that's fine as long as it's an active decision that you make for yourself yeah and you know that it doesn't define every relationship your relationship every but it's true it's not going to define every time you have a like it's not going to define every decision you ever make again yes and it's not going to unravel all of the decisions you've made in the future no. i mean the past <laughs> sick that was so good <laughs> thank you i know i'm gonna <laughs> It's a quote. It's a quote. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Put it on my wall. <laughs>